All right, so welcome to uh, Unsigned 518. I'm here with Black Tongue Reverend, and uh, I was talking to my drummer, texting him right now, and he said, uh, that's a fucking cool name. So, Thank you. <laughs> you get the thumbs up from John on the name. So I've got uh, Jeff and Eric, and I'm going to try to remember. It's... Uh, it's Jeff drums. Jeff on drums. Yeah, and Eric, your bass and and vocals. Are yes, you the only correct. vocalist, or do you split duty? Um, on the stuff we have released right now, I'm the only one, but uh, our guitar player is going to be singing too. So okay, because in my band we do the same thing. I'm bass and vocals, but then uh, we have a guitarist who also does vocals. But then, well, actually, everybody does vocals. For yeah, he, he might do some too. Point. I'm uh, I'm. I'm Thinking about it, I play in a, another band also where I do vocals, but uh, not in this one, not on drums, no. No. And in the other band, do you also uh, do drums? No, I'm a guitar player in the other band, actually. I love that. And that's one thing that I like about uh, the scene is that like people are in different bands, but it's always like, because like, you never like hear that in, in like bigger, you know, like bigger acts, like national acts, you don't hear of like, oh, now this guy's in this band, but well, he plays you're completely Dave Grohl. Well, yeah, unless you're Dave Grohl, but... Uh, but I, I love that about the scene is that in or the five on eight scene is that I see that a lot with like people playing in different bands and doing completely different roles in the bands, which mm-hmm. I think is awesome. This is actually gonna be my first role as a drummer in a band. Really? Yeah, yeah. I played in uh, bands, uh, you know, back in the day. Um, I had some kids, so I was off the scene for a little while. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that'll <laughs> now do. Now back it. in, that'll I got to another band, uh, and um, and then we. Uh, we uh, started, uh, I, I responded to a Craigslist ad, and I yeah. even remember calling him up saying, am I coming there as a guitar player or as a drummer? I, I don't know. <laughs> he said, well, you responded as a drummer, so uh, why don't you come over as a drummer? I was like, okay. And so how long has Black Tongue Reverend been uh, a thing? Uh, just over a year. Okay. I think it was, we started jamming like May of uh last year i think and it was eric you is it your thing yeah that you yeah. kind of started and, and built up was it a duo i mean i think it was covid related <laughs> yeah yeah like i i've been i was a guitar player before i played bass yeah i was casual about it for many years and then covid started and i was you know kind of home more and i started really getting into music and you know i i had played for since I was like 14 or something and never, never really played with anybody just like my own stereo. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start a band. We just got together and somebody started it off. We just started jamming. And I think it was like the second time we jammed, like the, like our song, Texas freeze was like already there. And we're like, cool. That's a song. We did learn one cover. Oh yeah. We did learn one cover, but I guess uh, it got dropped off. So we decided Guess we're just not a cover band. Which, yeah. which, which one? We learned NIB by Black Sabbath. Okay, we we nice. play it occasionally when we're Yeah, that's we're a good jamming, one. You know, and it's funny because my next question was going to kind of be like try to figure out or, or ask you where the influences pull from. But oh, I boy. definitely hear Black Sabbath. Like that's oh, yeah. one that I would say. But So um, I can ask you, but I'll ask you both, I guess, individually. But uh, Eric first, like what would you say your influences are? are that you're bringing into this like if yeah yeah um let's see uh big fan of tool um i'm a a huge fan of uh a more recent band called all them witches um i actually just saw them in syracuse uh, a few weeks ago um i'm a big deadhead doesn't sound anything like our music but i'm a huge bruce springsteen fan uh just the way he writes songs and how they tell a story um 
I've always dug that. He was like my first big musical idol. Yeah, I don't know. That that probably is close enough. And Jeff, what about, what about you? What would you say you're bringing in as far as... Uh, well, of course, Tool, right? Tool. Everyone um, loves Tool. But like you know, I'm a little older than the, these other guys in the band, and I think I bring that little aged <laughs> part to <years>. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you, I think you know, I, my when I was learning the guitar uh, the most was during the '80s, which was the hair bands, you know, the the fast licks, you know. That's that's pretty much was a huge influence of mine but then you know we got into the 90s and you got your nirvanas and your alice in chains which was like what what what's this yeah you know and it's just like you you lost it over that shit too and uh then what was i mean they got your can't forget against the machine when they came out it was like oh my god who are these guys yeah you know yeah because i mean i like i get like all those kind of in there like i i get like a like are you both from the area um i'm actually um from downstate but uh, new york born and bred uh, but i was uh raised uh born and raised in ellenville new york actually but no neither of you are are southern no because I, I get like a, I definitely get a southern feel, like, and you know, not like as a pejorative, like, oh, that's yeah, a, but like, like, I get like that. Um, it's probably the blues coming through. Yeah, like yeah. you would almost say, like, anything that you would, any other of those, you'd be like, oh, it's like Black Sabbath with a southern hit, or, you know, right. it's a little bit of Alice in Chains with a, with a southern, you know. But yeah, no, no the, none of us are southern. I'm almost Canadian. Oh, nice! I love yeah, it. Yeah, I think I don't know about Mike. I can't speak for him, but maybe he's got some southern. Yeah, maybe he's just you know grew up with some southern influences. I, I really yeah. Know. No, I don't know. Maybe I, I think the blues uh, aspect ends up sounding a little yeah, su- I mean, I mean, southern. When people yeah. ask me to like describe it, I'm like, ah, it's like heavy psychedelic blues. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, that would probably replace the word southern if you just said blues because they come from. But you know, you don't necessarily have to. Like, uh, look at John Fogarty; he's from Northern California. And uh, is he? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Did not yeah. know that. He's southern as southern. And comes, he's too. he's uh, yeah. he's yeah not born on the bayou, but like who fucking cares? Because he brought that kind of music to yeah, the forefront, did. and you don't have to be from the region to have have an influence from it. But anyway, all this talk about um, your tunes, I don't. We didn't go over it in the pre-interview, but you get a couple tunes that will will play. Um, you know, I'll pipe yeah. them in in post-production or whatever. Uh, but which. Uh, which one of your songs do you want to start off with? Uh, we were thinking Texas Freeze. Okay. That seems to be uh, one people like. All right, cool. So let's uh, hear Texas Freeze by Black Tongue Reverend, and we'll be right back.
Texas and it's blazing in the west. Instead of freezing down in Texas, it's blazing in the west.
All right, so that was Texas Freeze, Black Tongue Reverend. I think uh, I think everybody will hear what I'm talking about with that that bluesy, bluesy, drivey rock. I love it. Like you know, I told you guys I'd been listening to it on repeat for for hours because that's what I do Appreciate to get it. ready for the uh, get ready for the pod, and I. I like it, and I, I kept it at full volume the whole time. So that's, a, but anyway, we were talking um, while we were just listening um, to Texas Freeze. We were talking a little bit about the, I guess, the parallels between kind of your band and my band. How you know we're both kind of just jumping in because we can, and yeah. like neither of you know, you're like you said, you're like I don't really know what I'm doing. We're just trying to get gigs. And I'm like, that's kind of why I'm doing this. You know, I'm not I'm not necessarily doing this show to be like, hey, I want to talk to the biggest bands and see what's up with them, you know, because they have their exposure. You know, I want to help the, the bands that are just getting started, whose, I guess you could say, uh, intentions are more more pure, <laughs> I guess, because, I mean, clearly you're not making money off this. You know, you're no. probably as am I, still spending very money. much sure. in the spending money phase. <laughs> like, it costs money to fucking do this. Yeah. And even when we play gigs, I mean, we're still, you know, we're playing gigs. We're, we don't make any money at all. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's not why, that's obviously not why we're doing it. But I want to help you get into the 518 scene because there's plenty of places to play. You know, if um, there's like Polly's Hotel and, uh, you know, Putnam Place and No Fun and Rare Form. And there's just such a network. And you always see like kind of the same bands on, you know, on a lot of the venues. So, yeah, I, wanna, I definitely noticed that. Yeah. And so you guys are a, you're a three piece. Yes. And you're basically, you know, like I said, as are we, you've got about a 45 minute set of music. Yeah, You're looking to a get a little more like, than that, a little more, Wait. but a good solid forty-five. Cool, minutes. Right. yeah, mostly. up to an hour. Yeah, yeah, we can do an hour if I talk a bunch of shit in between songs. <laughs> we could do. I think we could do over an hour. I don't. I I think no, most I'm of our songs are like yeah, we, six we, minutes long. Right, that's a lot of uh, stuff uh, cooking up. Yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, you're looking. I mean, basically, to get on bands with other bills. I mean, yeah, get on bands with other bills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're basically looking to get on bills with other bands so that you know right. you can do Absolutely. your set and like one of the things, like I said, because we've just started doing that. That is the funnest way to do a show ever. Because instead of you know, and uh, Jeff, we were saying how in cover bands. You know, you're playing the three-hour sets, mm-hmm. and, like, it takes a long time to learn 50 songs, you know? And, like, you have to put a lot of effort into learning someone else's I, songs. I, I, I learned them and relearned them and relearned them a, quite a few times already. Yeah, because that's the other... And I don't know if you're like me, but, like, I've, I've I learned... I chart. I... You know, I just, it's all from memory. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I usually do, like, little cliff notes, like, just little, little notes, because uh, I've learned so many cover songs and i just forget them yeah like no, there's the very few having, of them that you know, i remember I that i come c- up with another <laughs> system <laughs> yeah so i i write notes and then throw them on the ground on pieces of paper you know they'll be small should notes you, you know jeff should you shout out the cover band oh yeah yeah oh, what's, what's yeah, the name of the cover 90s band? noise uh, we're a grunge 90s cover noise. band i'm um, the lead guitar player in that band and um oh we have some upcoming gigs you know like us on facebook blah 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 thank you so it's like a lot of Alice in Chains and Alice STP in Chains, Nirvana. We do a little Soundgarden. We get into Fuel. Um, right. Got so many. Jeez, uh, 
So many. So many. Yeah. Some TLC, Britney Spears. No. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> fucking <yeah. laughs> Salt and Pepper. I think Salt and Pepper's eighties. They dipped into the nineties a little bit. Uh, but anyway, so you guys you got together and then the third member. Um, who's the, th- the third member is not here, but who who is the the third member? Uh, his name is Mike Mike Ericetto. Um, phenomenal guitar player. That's why I play bass. Cool. Uh, he showed up, and I was like, okay, he's way better than me. I love that. Like anything that serves the songs, that's always my motto. I'm like, you know, like yeah. If- it makes sense to have him play guitar and you play bass, one hundred percent. Like, because I'm also a guitar player that plays bass. Because I think most of us are. <laughs> <laughs> but I've actually felt like I love playing bass. Oh, like, I enjoy it I like so it much. A lot. And I just just started playing guitar again a couple of days ago, just to fuck around with. But anyway, so uh, you got Mike. He's the lead guitarist, and he came in. At what same point? Time. Same, same time. time. Yep. So yeah, it all yeah, just he came responded together. to the ad also. Okay. Um, yeah, like the three of us just literally got together in my living room one one day in May last year, started playing and just making stuff up. And then that's, I mean, it was like two weeks, three weeks in, we were like, okay, yeah, this is going to be a band. This is going to be more than just people jamming. And then, um, I, you know, I caught a little bit of it because you have the same um, interface as me. You said you, did you guys self-produce it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We recorded yeah, it in all, my uh, living room. All Eric. Really? Yeah, I did all the mixing. Um, I used one of those AI mastering things. Um, so yeah, we only we made that. I think like between that EP and then when the LP comes out, we'll have we'll have spent like two hundred bucks on all of it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, because uh, I mean, there's a lot I, of mistakes in there though. But whatever. No, that that's rock and roll, man. And yeah. uh, you know, one of the things like when when the when we stop recording, like before you leave, I, I want to pick your brain a little bit because as we were saying, you were like, "Oh, I have the same interface." And I'm like, "Oh, cool. I don't know how to use it." And I'm like, <laughs> so like, I, I probably don't know more, that much more than you. <laughs> but you know, you could at least you know show me what a couple of the buttons do. Yeah, we did like. use it on our uh, on the uh, the the LP that's going to be coming out. So. And do you are you were you individually tracking everything like yeah. with a click? Yep. Yep. And that's I mean again that's the stuff that I need to to get a little more into you know that uh, yeah doing it, things here will save a lot of money you know? right right and it's fun too. oh yeah and you I I mean I've learned a a lot because I came in with zero knowledge and but I'm an engineer in my day job so and i'm a diyer so give me enough time and motivation right. and i'll figure anything out and that's basically what you did with it you yeah. bought everything oh, yeah. first and you're like ah, i'll figure yeah, it I out just tweaked like, it until it sounded good yeah nice see I, i'm the same way except for instead of me having the knowledge i have a lot of smart friends so like, i was <laughs> like i'll just buy it and then my, i'll ask my smart friends how to use it <laughs> i know i kind of feel bad i literally like uh well uh do the drum tracks and then just piece out later. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and is it you do um, do the drums like click then drums click, then yeah, bass? Uh, and Eric, what we've been doing is Eric will lay down the bass <clears throat> or whatever is guitar, like some, some kind of scratch guitar, track. So scratch track, exactly. Right. And then uh, with a click over it, and then I'll just do the drums over that, and then everybody else comes in. Cool. So I'm the first one on the scene. Well, second one technically, and uh, but. It, Obviously, they're going to record over those scratch tracks later. That's, that's not the way we it. did. That's not the way we did the EP, though. 
What do you mean? I, like, we didn't have any vocals in there for the scratch tracks or whatever. We just had, like, I think we just had bass lines. Bass lines, As, line, as yeah. like, a scratch track for you to go over. Right, Which right. probably was not easy. Oh, well, it worked. As long as I can hear the click, right? <laughs> oh, and and, uh, and you can hear those uh, uh, those little mistakes that we didn't really... Well, um, I was... And, like, without having, like, some of the songs, it's hard to know where you were without lyrics. So I was, like, giving you hand signals. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that's <laughs> like, weird. where you're supposed to be in the song. <laughs> well, there's one song um, on on this one that it just didn't make sense to me playing the drums has been going through it as many times as i did but then after listening to it with the lyrics combined you're like oh but when i was doing it it just felt so awkward and unnatural and you were just playing to a bass just playing to a bass and to are you talking about double vision yes yeah and is that one is that's one that's uh, one of the four on the ep yeah yeah it's the third one oh let's see the most repetitive one that's perfect, Jeff. That's Super a great. Repetitive. That's a great segue, my friend. <laughs> so let's listen to uh, Double Vision, uh, Black Tongue Reverend, and then we'll be right back. Don't you remember? 
So that was Double Vision, uh, Black Tongue Reverend. So uh, we were saying earlier that uh, you guys are definitely looking to get out uh, in the scene and start playing some shows. you got a nice set of original music uh, fired up and ready to go uh, at least an hour or whatever. But you just told me moments before we started rolling while we were listening to Double Vision about your uh, first gig. That was supposed to be at Empire Underground. You said opening for Schism, was it? Yeah, Schism. Uh, they're a tool, yes, nationally touring yes. tool cover band. I've seen them. They're great. I, I wish I could have. <laughs> well, the, uh, the, so guitar player, story, yeah. the guitar player is a buddy of mine. We grew oh, up no together. In, uh, we both grew up from, in Ellenville, both graduated from Ellenville High School. And we've just been buddies and remained in touch ever since. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. Well, maybe it was once. I think it was only once. Yeah. But I've definitely seen them. So that's how we got the gig. Okay, cool. Yeah. But so you're all set to uh, play your first gig together. You've been together for how long at this well, point? Yeah, this was uh, I think was April. This was in April. Um, we 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 didn't know if we were ready. Actually, like a few <laughs> days previous, we were talking about. Oh man, I I don't know. I think we're I think we're ready. I think we got enough you know original music hammered out to uh, play a set. Oh, well, we'll give it a little more time. And then a couple days later, uh, Keith from Schism was like, hey, you guys want to open for us? And we're like, uh, yes. <laughs> so we had like a quick, um, we, we had a, we convened, uh, you know, the, all the troops at uh, my house and had, it was, it was supposed to be a Saturday night 
it, so Friday night, the night before, we had a rehearsal to make sure. Because like some of the songs we were going to play, the arrangements weren't even finalized yeah, yet. Yeah, they gotcha. were not even done. So we're like, all right, yeah, we can do this. Uh, ha- hammered out the set list and uh, you know finished things up. And then uh, I think... You you were starting to not feel very good. I was bad. I was feeling bad that whole day. If you don't recall, I was just like trying to keep it inside, trying to <laughs> just trying to like uh, this is not happening right now. And then and then we we leave the uh, the dress rehearsal, and he uh, Jeff takes a COVID test, and it was uh, unfortunately positive. So group texted the guys with the COVID results. Oh sh- yeah, it was that when we were like yeah we, we all just can't do it. Man. Yeah yeah we can't. Can't expose people like that. So yeah. we have to cancel. That's a bummer. That was, uh, yeah, that was a real uh, kick in the teeth. Well, so you're ready now, though. Ready now. Ready, ready now. Time. Yeah. Everybody's fired up. So you know, like I said, anybody, anybody listening uh, who has any ideas, you can uh, reach out to Black Tongue Reverend and uh, get them, get them out there. And and you have plans for an, an LP, right? Coming. Yeah. Yeah. It should be only a few more weeks. Um, just a couple fine touches here and there. Yeah, and and wait for my uh, sister to finish the artwork. <laughs> nice, I love that shit too, man. DIY. I oh yeah, it. she it's did the, the only way she to did do the it. artwork for the other for the EP too. It's so. Fantastic. Um, so I want to thank you guys for for making the drive uh, out to Horse Country. Uh, but before we go, I just wanted to give you guys kind of each uh, an opportunity to kind of have an open mic say whatever you want thank whoever you want uh plug whatever you want uh one at a time the microphone is yours um well first of all thank you for uh having us here it actually wasn't that far of a drive i live in mechanicville oh do you yeah <laughs> oh well then thanks for making this seven minute drive yeah up to, <laughs> up to my house thanks um uh geez uh man thanks uh, i i want to say Thanks to you, Jeff and Mike, for uh, you know doing this with me. Uh, it's uh, it's been a lot of learning so far, and but I'm having such a good time. I never, uh, I I'm almost I'm almost thirty, and when that kind of started rolling around, I was like, man, I better do something with this musical, uh, you know, interest that I have, and. If if I'm gonna do it, it's probably now or never. So, yeah, I I couldn't ask for uh, some better bandmates. Cool, Jeff. Well, I would first like to thank you, sir, for having us. You're Absolutely, it's been a pleasure. Um, of course, I would like to thank my family for putting up with me. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I forgot to thank my wife for letting us record an EP and an right LP in, in our living room. Um. Jeez, I don't. Um, I really don't have much to say. You know, I, I really do appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for Craigslist. Thank you for the timing. <laughs> the timing. I mean, I don't go on Craigslist every day and like you know respond to ads. It was just honestly, it was a fluke thing, and it just the timing worked out. And so, thank you, uh, above or whomever decides these things. Uh, the universe. The universe, exactly. And uh, it is. We've uh, come together and we've recreated something. And I hope you all enjoy it. All right. Well, thanks again, uh, Jeff, Eric, and uh, Mike, who is not here, but thank him as well, uh, Black Tongue Reverend. Make sure that you uh, follow them on all the social medias, and we got to get you guys out there and gigging. So uh, my name is Andy Scullin. This is Unsigned 518, and I'll see you on the road.
Unsigned 518 is produced in conjunction with Nippertown. You can find new episodes here every week on nippertown.com. If you are a band or musician in the 518 area code and would like to be on Unsigned 518, shoot me an email at unsigned518 at gmail.com. I'm your host, Andy Scullin. I'll be back next week with another episode of Unsigned 518. Thanks for listening.